hello friends now i am going to cover rest of the part from chapter 7 fundamental rights as i told you uh, in last episode that uh, i will cover all the fundamental rights in detail in next episode so in this episode i am going to cover uh, not all the fundamental rights because it is not possible to cover all the fundamental rights in uh, one episode only so i am going to cover uh, three to four fundamental rights in this episode okay so let's start right to equality first under article equality before law and equal protection of laws so what article 14 says it says that the state shall not deny to any person equality before the law or equal protection of the laws within the territory of india this provision confers rights on all persons whether citizens or foreigners moreover the word person includes legal persons wise statutory corporations companies registered societies or any other type of legal persons the concept of equality before law is of a british origin while the concept of equal protection of laws has been taken from the american constitution the first concept that is equality before law connotes uh, a the absence of any special privileges in favor of any person b the equal subjection of all persons to the ordinary law of the land administered by ordinary law courts and c no person whether rich or poor high or low official or non official is above the law the second concept that is the equal protection of laws on the other hand connotes a the equality of treatment under equal circumstances both in the privileges conferred and liabilities imposed by the laws b the similar application of the same laws to all persons who are similarly situated and c the like should be treated alike without any discrimination thus the former is a negative concept while the latter is a positive concept however both of them aim at establishing equality of legal status opportunity and justice the supreme court held that uh, where equals and unequals are treated differently article 14 does not apply while article 14 forbids class legislation it permits reasonable classification of persons objects and transactions by the law but the classification should not be arbitrary artificial or evasive rather it should be based on an intelligible differential and substantial distinction rule of law the concept of equality before law is an element of the concept of rule of law propounded by av dicey the british jurist as a concept has the following three elements or aspects first aspect absence of arbitrary power that is no man can be punished except for a breach of law second aspect equality before the law that is equal subjection of all citizens rich or poor high or low official or non official to the ordinary law of the land administered by the ordinary law courts third the primacy of the rights of the individual that is the constitution is the result of the rights of the individual as defined and enforced by the courts of law rather than the constitution being the source of the individual rights 
the first and the second elements are applicable to the indian system and not the third one in the indian system the constitution is the source of the individual rights the supreme court held that the rule of law as embodied in article 14 is a basic feature of the constitution hence it cannot be destroyed even by an amendment so friends keep it in mind that this is a very important point that rule of law as embodied in article 14 is a basic feature of indian constitution and hence it cannot be destroyed even by an amendment exceptions to equality the rule of equality before law is not absolute and there are constitutional and other exceptions to it these are mentioned below first the president of india and the governor of states enjoys the following immunities under article 361 or 361 uh first immunity uh, first immunity or uh, exception is the president or the governor is uh, not answerable to any court for the exercise and performance of the powers and duties of his office uh second immunity is no criminal proceedings shall be instituted or co- continued uh, against the president or the governor in any court during his term of office very important uh then third no process for the uh, arrest or imprisonment of the president or the governor shall be issued from any court during his term of office again very important point then fourth again very important point no civil proceedings against the president or the governor shall be instituted during his term of office in any court in respect of any act done by him in his personal capacity whether before or after he entered upon his office until the expiration of two months next after notice uh, has been delivered to him then uh, second exception or uh, immunity no no person shall be liable to any civil or criminal proceedings in any court in respect of the publication in newspaper or by radio or television of a substantially true report of any proceedings of either house of parliament or either house of uh, of the legislature of a state under article 361a capital a then third immunity or exception no member of parliament shall be liable to any proceedings in uh, any court in respect of anything said or any vote given by him in parliament or any committee thereof article 105 then fourth exception no member of the legislature of a state shall be liable to any proceedings in any court in respect of anything said or any vote given by him in the legislature or any committee thereof uh, under article 194 or 194 then fifth exception uh, very important uh, article 31c is an exception to article 14 it provides that the laws made by the state for implementing the directive principles contained in clause b or clause c of article 39 cannot be challenged on the ground that they are violative of article 14 the supreme court held that where uh, where article 31c comes in article 14 goes out remember the supreme court held that where article 31c comes in article 14 goes out 
then sixth exception the foreign sovereigns or rulers ambassadors and diplomats enjoy immunity from criminal and civil proceedings seventh the uno or united nations organization and its agencies enjoy the diplomatic immunity then next is article 15 prohibition of discrimination on certain grounds article 15 says that the state shall not discriminate against any citizen on grounds only of religion race caste sex or place of birth here the word only and discrimination is very important the two crucial words in this provision are discrimination and only the word discrimination means to make an adverse distinction with regard to or to distinguish unfavorably for from others the use of the word only connotes that discrimination on other grounds is not prohibited the second provision of article 15 says that no citizen shall be subjected to any disability liability restriction or condition on grounds only of religion race caste sex or place of birth with regard to point a access to shops public restaurants hotels and places of public entertainment or uh, 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 sorry and uh, places of public entertainment or Point B, the use of whales, tanks, bathing guards, road and places of public resort maintained wholly or partly by state funds or dedicated to the use of general public. This provision prohibits discrimination both by the state and private individuals while the former provision prohibits discrimination only by the state. There are three exceptions to this general rule of non-discrimination. So let's see three exceptions. First one, the state is permitted to make any special provision for women and children, for example, reservation of seats for women in local bodies or provision of free education for children. B, the state is permitted to make any special provision for the advancement of any social and educational backward classes of citizens or for the scheduled caste and scheduled tribes, for example, reservation of seats or free concessions in public educational institutions c the state is empowered to make any special provision for the advancement of any social and educational backward classes of citizens or for the scheduled caste or the scheduled tribes regarding their admission to educational institutions including private educational institutions uh, whether aided or unaided by the state except the minority educational institutions the last provision uh, was added by the 93rd Amendment Act of 2005. In order to give effect to this provision, the Center enacted the Central Educational Institutions Reservation in Admissions Act 2006, providing a quota of 27% for candidates belonging to the other backward classes, that, it, that is OBCs, in all central higher educational institutions, including the Indian Institute of Technology, that is IITs, and the Indian Institute uh, Institutes of management IIMs. Uh, in April 2008, the Supreme Court upheld the validity of both the Amendment Act and the OBC Quota Act, but the court directed the central government to exclude the criminal, uh, that is advanced section among the OBCs while implementing the law. So let's see what is a criminal. The children of the following uh, different categories of people belonging to criminal 
among OBCs and thus will not get the quota benefit. So let's see categories. First persons holding a constitutional post like president, vice president, judges of Supreme Court, High Court, uh, chairman and members of UPSC and state public service commission and the chief election commissioner, controller and uh, auditor general and so on. Second group A class first and group B class second officers of the, of the All India Central and State Services and employees holding equivalent posts in public sector units, banks, insurance organizations, universities, universities etc. and also in private employment. Third, persons who are in the rank of colonel and above in the army and equivalent posts in the navy, uh, in, uh, in the navy, the air force and the paramilitary forces. Fourth, professionals like doctors, engineers, lawyers, artists, authors, consultants, and so on. Fifth, persons engaged in trade, business, and industry. Sixth, people holding agricultural land above a certain limit and vacant land or buildings in urban areas. Seven, persons having gross annual income of more than uh, 4.5 lakhs or possessing wealth above um, the exemption limit. Okay, in 1993, when the criminal ceiling was introduced, it was 1 lakh. It was subsequently revised to 2.5 lakh in 2004 and uh, 4.5 lakh in 2008. And uh, uh, I have uh, fourth edition of Indian Polity um, uh, by M. Lakshim Khan. So, please... Uh, Check the present uh, condition for the uh, criminal or the uh, present limitation for uh, of of the uh, criminal or annual income, okay? Because uh, I have data um, till two thousand thirteen. Uh, till two thousand thirteen, the pro proposal uh, to raise a criminal ceiling to six lakh. Uh, per year is under consideration of the government so i don't have any idea uh, what is right now limit of criminal okay so let's check it on google or um, a new edition of lakshim Kant. third equality of opportunity in public employment article 16 provides for equality of opportunity for all citizens in matters of employment or appointment to any office under the state no citizen can be discriminated against or be ineligible for any enrollment uh, sorry or uh, or be ineligible for any employment or office under the state on grounds of only religion race caste sex descent place of birth or residence there are three exceptions to this uh, to the general rule of equality of opportunity in public employment uh, a that is the first except, ex, exception parliament can prescribe residence as a condition for certain for a certain employment or appointment in a state or union territory or local authority or other authority as the public employment requirement as to residence act of 1957 expired in 1974 there is no such provision for any state except andhra pradesh okay Andhra Pradesh also divided between two states, Telangana and Andhra Pradesh. So this fact also uh, you have to check it or I'll let you know. Okay, then then B B exception 
that is or second exception the state can provide for reservation of appointments or post in favor of any backward classes that is not adequately uh, represented in the state services or uh, c a law can provide that the uh, incumbent uh, of an office related to religious or denominational institution or member of its governing body should belong to the particular religion or uh, or denomination now mandal commission and aftermath in 1979 the murarji desai government appointed the second backward classes commission under chairmanship of uh, bp mandal a member of parliament in terms of uh, article 314 that is article 340 of the constitution to investigate the conditions of the socially and educational backward classes and suggest measures for their advancement the commission submitted its report in 1980 and uh, identified as many as 3743 castes as social and educational backward classes they constitute nearly 52% component of the population excluding the scheduled castes and the scheduled tribes the commission recommended for reservation of 27% government jobs for the other backward classes that is obcs so that the total reservation for all scs sts and obcs amounts to 50% um, uh, it was after 10 years in 1990 that uh, the vp singh government declared reservation of 27% government jobs for uh, the obcs again in 1991 the narsing rao government introduced uh, two changes first uh, preference to the poorer sections among the obcs in the uh, 27% quota that is the adoption of the economic criteria in granting reservation and uh, second reservation of another 10% of jobs for uh, for poorer or economically uh, backward sections of higher caste who are not covered by any existing schemes of reservation in the famous mandal case uh, in 1992 the scope and extent of article 16 uh, sub clause 4 which provides for reservation of jobs in favor of backward classes has been examined thoroughly by the supreme court uh, though the court has rejected the additional reservation of 10% for poorer sections of higher caste uh, it it upheld the constitutional validity of 27% reservation for the obcs with certain conditions was uh, first the advanced sections among the obc that is the creme layer should be excluded from the list of beneficiaries of reservation second no reservation is promotion uh, no reservations in promotions reservation should be confined to initial appointments only any existing uh, reservation in promotions can continue for 5 years only that is up to 1997 and uh, uh, next that is third the total reserve quota should not exceed 50% except in some extraordinary situations this rule should be applied every year d uh, the 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 carry forward rule in case of un, unfilled or backlog vacancies is valid follow is valid but it should not violate 50% rule e a permanent statutory body should be established to examine complaints of over inclusion and under inclusion in the list of obcs with regard to the above rulings of the supreme court the government has uh, taken the following actions first one ramnandan committee uh please keep it mind or remember this committee ramnandan committee was appointed to identify the criminal among the obcs 
it uh, submitted its report in 1993 which was accepted then second national commission for backward classes was established in 1995 by a, an act of parliament it considers inclusions in and exclusions from the list of caste notified as backward for the purpose of job reservation then c in order to nullify the ruling with uh, regard to reservation in promotions the 77th amendment act was enacted in 1995 it uh, added a new provision in article 16 that empowers the state to provide reservation in promotions of any services under the state in favor of the scs and sts that are not adequately represented in the state services again the 85th amendment act of 2001 provides for consequential or uh, uh, seniority in the case of promotion by virtue of rule of reservation for the government servants belonging to the scs and sts with retrospective effect from june 1995 the, the ruling with regard to backlog vacancies was nullified by the 81st amendment act of uh, 2000 it added another new provision in Article 16 that empowers the state to consider the unfilled or reserved vacancies of a year as a separate class of vacancies to be filled up in any succeeding year or year. Uh, year or years. Such class of vacancies are not to be combined with the vacancies of the year in which they are being filled up to determine the ceiling of 50% reservation on total number of vacancies of that year. In brief, it aims the 50% seeding on reservation in backlog uh, vacancies. Uh, D and then E, the seven, uh, 76th Amendment Act of 1994 has, uh, has placed uh, the Tamil Nadu Reservations Act of 1994 in the 9th schedule to protect it from judicial review as it provided for 69% of reservation far ex exceeding the 50% ceiling. Then fourth, abolition of untouchability under Article 17. Article 17 abolishes uh, the untouchability and forbids the, its practice in any form. The enforcement of uh, any disability arising out of untouchability shall be an offense punishable in accordance with law. In uh, 1976, the Untouchability Offenses Act 1955 has been comprehensively amended and renamed as the Protection of Civil Rights Act 1955 to enlarge the scope and make, uh, make penal provisions more stringent. The Act defines civil right as any right accruing to a person by reason of the abolition of untouchability by article 17 of the constitution the term untouchability has not been defined either in the constitution or in the act remember this fact uh, however the mysore high court held that the subject matter of article 17 is not untouchability in its literal or grammatical sense but the practice as it had developed Historically, in the country, it refers to the social disabilities imposed on certain classes of persons uh, by, by reason of their birth in certain caste. Hence, it does not cover the social boycott of a few individuals or their exclusion from religious services, etc. Under the Protection of Civil Rights Act, uh, sorry, under the Protection of Civil Rights Act 1955, the offenses committed on the ground of untouchability are punishable either by 
either by imprisonment or up to six months or by fine up to rupees 500 or both uh, friends please uh, check it out uh, also because uh, uh, this provision is also I think it had changed okay so please check it out a person convic uh, convicted of the offense of uh, mm, sorry uh, because I have old edition or I'll check it out and let you know a person convicted of the offense of untouchability is disqualified for election to the parliament or a state legislature the act uh, declares the following acts as offenses first of preventing any person from entering any place of public worship or from worshiping therein second justifying untouchability on traditional religious philosophical or other grounds third denying access to any shop hotel or places of public entertainment fourth insulting a person belonging to scheduled caste on the ground of untouchability and fifth uh, refusing to admit persons in hospitals educational institutions or hostels established for public benefits then uh, six preaching untouchability directly or indirectly and seventh refusing to sell goods or render services to any person the supreme court held that the right under article 17 is available against private individuals and it is the constitutional obligation of the state to take necessary action to ensure that this right is not violated then article 18 abolition of title uh, abolition of titles article 18 abolishes titles and uh, makes four provisions in that regard uh, first provision it prohibits the state from conferring any title except a military or academic distinction on anybody whether citizen or a foreigner uh, second it prohibits a citizen of india from accepting any title from any foreign state or foreigner holding any office of profit or trust under the state cannot accept any title from any foreign state without the consent of the president of india then fourth no citizen or foreign or foreigner holding any office of profit or trust under the state is to accept any present emolument or office from uh, or under any foreign state without the consent of the president of india from the above it is clear that the hereditary titles of nobility like maharaja raj bahadur rai bahadur saib or rai saheb diwan bahadur etc which were conferred by colonial states are banned by article 18 as these are against the principle of equal status of all in 1996 the supreme court upheld the constitutional validity of the national awards bharat ratna padma padma vibhushan padma bhushan and padma shri it ruled that these awards do not amount to titles with uh, within the major uh, within the meaning of article 18 that uh, prohibits only hereditary titles of nobility so remember that article 18 prohibits only hereditary titles of nobility therefore they are not violative of article 18 as the theory of equality does not mandate that uh, merit should not be recognized however it also ruled that they should not be used as a suffixes or prefixes to the names of awardee otherwise they should forfeit the awards and unfortunately our politicians use uh, use uh, um, the national awards like bharat ratna padma vibhushan padma bhushan padma shri uh, 
they used as uh, suffixes or prefixes to the uh, name uh, so it's wrong actually it's against this provision mm. but uh, we we can we, we we can do nothing okay we just ignore it uh, these national awards were uh, instituted in 1954 the janta party government headed by morarji desai discontinued them in 1977 but they were again revived in 1980 by the indira gandhi government okay so here uh, i'm going to um, finish this episode and uh, the rest of the fundamental rights we'll see in next episode so friends hope you understand the fundamental rights which i read here and uh, thank you thank you very much good night